Tammy, we've uh, when do we meet in person for the first time? A week ago? Yeah, last Monday. Last Monday. I feel like we've got to know each other really well. And when you when you sort of hang out with when you're a breakfast show, it's sort of like an arranged marriage. It do you is. get that? It's yeah. weird, right? Because we do spend a lot of time together. Yeah. Not as much as what we do with our real partner, but we do spend a lot it's of time. Not far off, eh? Yeah, right. Not far off. More than you would most people. And you get to notice things about each other. And I've got one straight off the bat in show number one. I don't know whether you've had this brought up before. You're a winker. I am. You are a winker. <laughs> I am. So Tammy will give me a wink all the time like and it's a it's a good thing. It's it's, it's fun. Not, it's not creepy though, is it? Do you think not, I'm like the creepy old girl that's trying to <laughs> wink at you? If you did it slow, it might be <laughs> then it might be creepy. But it's not. It's just when you're telling a story, adds a bit of hair, you're going, and it's all right. But um you're lucky that you are a radio announcer and this is the profession that you do because I've compiled a little list and it is my list of jobs where Tammy's wink would lead her astray. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? Right, go. Number one, masseuse. Let's go to the tapes, shall we? Hi and welcome to Tammy Barker Massage. If you could just undress and just make your way onto the table after removing your clothes. (laughs) (laughs) Suddenly makes getting undressed a little bit weird. Uh, Ready for the next one? Righto. A waiter. Like a staff, like wait staff? Yeah. To the tape. Hi, I'm Tammy. Welcome to our local cafe. Let me tell you about the specials today. Our special is a wonderful, wonderful steak. Is it that good? <laughs> Why is she winking about it? <laughs> She's a creep. She, she doesn't rate the steak, apparently. Uh, the final one, which I think is probably the worst job you could possibly do if you're a winker like Tammy is, a doctor. Hi, family. Uh, I'm very sorry to let you know that, unfortunately, he didn't make it. <laughs> what are you yeah. telling us, doctor? Is he, are they okay? Are you tricking us? Are they dead? Are they alive? JP, <laughs> you've really gone all out with my wig, haven't you? Yeah, but, but uh, is, do, do you want any more? No, move on. Why are you winking about it then? No, <laughs> that's it. End the segment. Stop winking. Enough. I can't tell if you're being sarcastic Enough. or not. Dan's Triple M Bracky with Tammy and JB. We're talking about King Tides. Yeah. Uh, the reason this is important to me, we got an email from council. Uh, we've got some King Tides that kick off today until Wednesday, the 25th of January. And the reason this really stood out to me is I have a very dear friend, Lucy Biggs. Just before Christmas, she parked her car in an area of, of Cairns. And within that afternoon, big showers, thunderstorm, rain came down Mm -hmm. and her car was completely written off. Now, this was absolutely tragic, not the kind of news that she needed going to Christmas. We actually have Lucy on the phone today. Good morning, Luce. How are you doing? Good morning, guys. Yeah, better than that day, but happy to share my story. Yeah, can you tell us about that day? (laughs) Yeah, sure. Look, uh, I don't think, you know, a lot of people know about the King Tides and when we get a bit of rain, but it hadn't happened in quite a while. Um, and I've been parking my car out on the street um, just behind Bunda Street, actually, on Draper Street in the city, um, and lots of other cars doing the same, sort of, you know, those big drains. And, uh, yeah, big rain came along and the tide. It uh, happened to me on my birthday. Oh. <laughs> extra special. And, uh, yeah, walked out at the end of the day to jump in my car and 
it was uh, yeah, pretty much halfway underwater, as was a few other people as well uh, got caught out. So it wasn't just me. So I know as Cairns locals, we kind of, you know, kind of know that this stuff happens, but it caught a lot of people out that day. And um, yeah, the car, my brand new Mazda was um, a write-off, unfortunately. Mm, that would have been a yeah. <laughs> happy birthday to you, Luce. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. but was there any signs? So when you pulled in in the morning, any signs that you, in hindsight that led to like maybe it was going to flood other than the rain about? Uh, no, it, it was really, um, and look, people might remember this day uh, back in early December, it was the second, but it was it was really kind of um, unexpected. Uh, the only thing I will say is that I had noticed other cars parking a little way away from the curb and I, you know, just kind of thought, oh, I wonder why they're doing that, but I didn't really think much about it. As to, you know, some people did, some people didn't. Um, so the only thing I could say is that, you know, there was probably some smarter locals or people that have, not smarter, but, you know, knew better or had been around longer yeah. um, to know to park a little bit away from the curb. But otherwise, it was a really surprised rain. It, yeah, it was And it came quick, didn't it, Luce, that afternoon? It, it just did. came down quick. And I think the thing yeah. for, for people to, to realise is, that especially when if you work indoors and you don't have access to windows, quite often you might park. The day looks good to start with. But if you're not aware that the king tides are coming and that there may be rain in the afternoon, you kind of park your car, you don't think about it, and then it can change so dramatically. Yeah, I wonder if there's a way to like to I guess put a little symbol on those car parks, like how they have the painting and stuff. It was like mm. at risk of king tide, just a little sign, maybe something like that could make a difference. What do you reckon of that, lose? Honestly, I think that would be amazing, and I feel like some parts of the city are kind of set up for it, and others maybe not. Um, and look, there was a childcare centre that I was next to, so a few people got caught out with their kids and, you know, had their cars inundated. And I think it would just be a really simple and low-cost thing to even demark that area, you know, um, put some painted lines around of where to park. Uh, I think would save a lot of people, a lot of hassle, to be honest. Absolutely. Yeah. Lucy, thank you so much for talking to us. I know that the council has just uh, released this information. Um, the, the really particular high tide is from Saturday the 21st, so this Saturday through to Monday the 23rd of January. Um, peak height times are 3.49 metres, uh, 3.49 metres on Sunday. But I think all the information is there on the council website. We'll throw something up on our socials as well. You take care. Thanks for just you know giving us that first-hand experience chat about it, Lucy. That's okay. Park in high areas, people, and drive safe. Yeah, and call us on your birthday later on in the year so we can <laughs> give you something this time around. I will, so All I right. have a better birthday this year. <laughs> exactly. Good on you, Lucy. Thanks for your time this morning. It is Triple M. Sammy, we know a massive problem in uh, in the far north is crime, is petty crime, stolen cars. We already had 43 stolen cars just this month. Absolutely is... insane. 46 as 46. of today. 46. Okay, yeah. It's horrible to see and um, obviously lots of calls for the Queensland government to crack down on a very serious thing. But I did see on Cairns Crimes and Alerts, the Facebook page, about a petty theft that is an item I wouldn't normally expect to see. Uh, we're thinking cars, we're thinking wallets, we're thinking phones, that sort of stuff, but Jewelry. not this. Yeah. So a bloke by the name of JB, funnily enough, it's not me, by the way, uh, a bloke by the name of JB posted on Cairns Crimes and Alert saying, would you use someone else's underwear? Clearly this low-life scumbag would. This guy stole our laundry line again. This has happened to us around four times already in a matter of a few months. 
anyone who has any idea of who this low-life scum kindly is, please let us know. We have a camera on the premises. The amount of stuff he's stolen from us is unimaginable. Is there video or photographic evidence of there this? There is video and photographic evidence. So it's one of those like uh, small little little clotheslines that's out the side. It looks like it could be a little unit. It's one of those little sort of garden areas out the side with the fake grass and that sort of thing. But they've got their clothes hanging out there. And, um, yeah, this bloke walks in. He's wearing a long sleeve black shirt and a cap. Walks in, sees the camera. Doesn't seem to give a crap yeah. about that. And um, takes clothes off the clothesline, including several sets of underwear. That is a grub act right there. But talking it's about underwear. Dirt. I, like, I suppose they're clean, but off. It's this happened years ago when I was finishing my high school era in Cairns and they used to steal women's undies off the clothesline, like fancy G strings. Can I just tell you, women's underwear is not cheap. But there was this one guy that was going around stealing all the like sexy lingerie knickers and so forth. Like, mate, get a new career. That is weird. It's weird, isn't it? It and, is weird. Well, hope like I don't know what they're wearing. I don't even want to think about what they'd want to be doing with them. But the the fact that this bloke's stealing underwear and the underwear drawer in a man's life is often filled with holes. That, like, if if you look in my jock drawer, there's. <laughs> I don't need to visualise your jocks. Yeah, I think that's probably a fair reason, and that's why it hasn't happened to me yet. I'd say. <laughs> JB, I'm really thrilled that uh, Triple M gets to partner with the Ken Frost Home Northern Pride team this year. Um, before Christmas, every week on a Wednesday, I had a different player come in with me. These guys are characters. Not uh, only are they guns on the field, but they're really funny guys. And we're so happy that we've got the CEO, Gareth Smith, in the studio with us today. Happy New Year, mate. Happy New Year to you as well, and uh, good to good to meet you, JB. Finally, yeah, good to meet you too, mates, and look forward to uh, working together throughout the year twenty twenty three. Now, uh, we'll start off with a bit of a look at the preseason for the Northern Pride. How are the boys looking out there, and and what are you hoping to get out of this year? Oh, look, like every year, we're hoping we're hoping to win. Like you don't fall short, but certainly we've got um, you know some targets. And myself and Ty have spoken about um, uh, that means we improve every year. Um, but the boys are the boys are looking really good. In fact, all of the the women, the boy, the the, the top side, and and through the academies, it's a really good feel around the club at the moment. But uh, certainly for the HBC side. Um, you know, performance-wise, they look really good. They've changed up the conditioning programs and that sort of thing, and um, culturally, which is what I keep a pretty close eye on, they look really good as well. It's very competitive internally. So, not too yeah. much Christmas pudding over the break. Oh, I don't think so. But um, yeah, they I wouldn't I, tell you. They <laughs> wouldn't tell. Well, maybe not for the players, but maybe for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Tim and the, t- the the coaching team are whipping that out of them. Yeah, them. that's right. Yeah, Tim's Tim's on doing, mate. So they uh, yeah they keep a pretty close eye on on what they're doing. But um, yeah. No, Look, they look great. I had a big visit there the other day, and they look good. Yeah. Now, something that's been pretty, uh, I guess, controversially received is our affiliation with the Cowboys is set to change for the year 2023. Can you touch on that for us? Yeah, look, I'm happy to touch on that, and um, it is a change. And so, with that change comes a little bit of, you know, a little bit of um, tension and, and questions come from it. So, you know, probably a good chance to just clarify that it is actually only the player transaction that come back um, each week. Um, and last year, I mean, we saw probably 27 games played from the Cowboys coming back. Um, so, you know, for us, we, we prepare without that in mind first and foremost. Um, so when we're doing our recruitment and retainment, uh, we're very focused on making sure we get the locals the opportunities first uh, and then recruit on top of where our, our gaps might be. Um, 
but then the consideration to the Cowboys coming back is on the back of of that. So um, for us, it's it's kind of business as usual. Um, but in saying that too, it is a change. But it is purely uh, the affiliation is is just about the players coming back. Yeah. So just to clarify, the players no longer that don't make the Cowboys squad will drop back to the Northern Pride. Instead, will be at the Blackhawks. But uh, I guess where where there's that happening on that end, it opens up a bit of opportunity for our locals here and our grassroots footy. Um, without those players coming in and taking spots, then people can step up from I guess our local league and places like that. Yeah, hundred percent. So for us, uh, you know, in in any situation of change, you have to look where the opportunity is. Uh, the opportunity here is for um, our, our local players to step into those three or four spots that now won't be filled by um, a Cowboys player coming back. Yeah. I love uh, a guy like Dantray Louis. Dantray Louis, yeah. Dantray, I always pronounce that right. Yeah. Great guy. Cairns local, yep. went away and yep. played, um, was it West Tigers? Uh, no, he's been at Parramatta. Parramatta, yep. sorry. Yep. And then he's back now with the team. So, you know, it, it's these great stories where you see the local guys mm. come up through mm. the games, mm. go away, come back, and they're playing pr- proudly for the Northern Pride. Absolutely. That's what we we're about. And our, our recruitment um, uh, focus this year was about identifying those players that are out in those systems uh, that we're looking for an opportunity at the HPC level. Um, and first and foremost, we wanted to bring them home to not only, not only you know, uh, give them an opportunity, but, in, but enhance our um, performance based on they not only do they play just for the game, but they're playing for a reason. They get to represent their home. So yeah. that's the sell. And you talk about culture. There's no better way to build that than a, a bit of pride in your community here for the Northern Pride. Now, um, big event coming up, trial game happening Sunday the 12th of Feb. Can you tell us a bit about that and how people can uh, get along to the game? Yeah, so the the game is actually being hosted by the FNQRL um, and that's been done deliberately to make sure that the money raised from that game goes back into the grassroots uh, first and foremost. Leading into uh, Sunday, there'll be open training sessions for both Pride and the Cowboys. Is that at Barlow uh, Park? That's at West Barlow on yep. the Saturday. Um, uh, game day itself is you get your tickets through. Uh, if you go onto the FNQRL website, uh, or website or Facebook page, you'll see where you can purchase the tickets from. Um, get yourself to the game because it's going to be going to be a cracker, and we get to see the Dolphins for the first time, uh, and perhaps get to see some of our local guys from our team playing for the Cowboys, which mm. is exciting. Fantastic! It's going to be a big game. We always get a lot of numbers at those games. So it's one of the things to kind of lock it in your diary yeah. so you don't miss out. Yeah, it is very exciting. Also, as I mentioned this earlier, but um, you said the local guys, some good opportunity with um, with some local players stepping up. Robert Derby, he's one that's um, getting his first opportunity in a Cowboys jersey on Sunday the 12th. So make sure you get your tickets, FNQRL. Thank you very much. Look forward to working with you throughout 2023. No worries, and uh, nice to meet you, and uh, Happy New Year to both of you. Good to see you, Tammy. Thanks, Thanks Gareth. very much. The CEO there of the Northern Pride, Gareth Smith. It's Triple H. The ones on the beaches, our lifeguards. Great way to share this with me. I love this song, and you are so right. They are unsung heroes. I was a surf lifesaver growing up at the the Cairns Surf Club, which is out there at Palm Cove, but I've seen some extraordinary situations that our lifeguards have been a part of. Can you share one? Oh, once there was this young girl in the shallows, but she must have just swallowed a stack load of salt water. Yeah. Started flailing around, nearly drowned. Like, it was really quite horrific to see. Now, I got up to go and try to grab her out of the water myself, but the lifeguard just came out of nowhere... 
yeah. straight down, pulled her in, kind of tipped her on the side to get the water and just really talked her through the situation, calmed her down and the family was so slow to get to her. But it really reminded me how important it is that they are there on our beaches protecting us. Yeah, and in the tropics there's a lot of potential dangers when you talk about our coastline, you're talking stingers, you're talking crocs, so then the, li- the list is huge. So to have them there is super important, which is why it made me a bit upset looking at this story. So at Yorkie's Knob, a Cairns lifeguard was forced to lock herself in a tower after a beachgoer threatened her. Now, apparently this beachgoer um, had had some drinks, all that sort of stuff, and um, the lifeguard was trying to help and trying to get them to move on so they didn't hassle other people, to which they then turned on the lifeguard. The lifeguard's scared. They've gone in the tower called the cops, cops have come and eventually moved the person on. That's disgraceful. Yeah, like, what the hell are you doing? And uh, it turns out that this isn't an isolated incident. So apparently people can get a bit snarly at times when they're getting told what to do by their lifeguards, what have you. So apparently this is something that has happened time and time again with people having cracks at our lifeguards. And I just don't get it. Calm your farm. They're there for a reason. And yeah. if you are going to be disrespectful, move away. Exactly. And if there is a lifeguard, maybe they're being rude. Maybe they're, maybe they're being a jerk. Who knows? They might be having a bad day. They probably saved six lives in the previous week or maybe did something rough. So show a bit of respect to those people out there. They're just there to help. Good morning, Triple Who's this? Tam, how you going? It's Baz. Good, Baz. How are you, mate? Good, mate. Uh, I know you're going into the news, but I just wanted to back you up on the uh, great stuff that the um, the Surf Lifesavers do. The, um, uh, the, you know, the Lifesavers and what a great job that they do out on the beaches. I mean, one of them, one day, actually uh, tried to save me. They thought I was a whale when I um, <laughs> was lying on the beach. And they tried, you know, they're throwing buckets of water. They got the whole community involved. Getting the buckets um, out. <laughs> Mate, they got the buckets out, but, you know, obviously I wasn't going through my midlife crisis and the graveyard blonde starting to come through. They thought I was uh, a, a whale. And so they do do a great job, and I'd just like to shout out to them. Thank you very much for pushing me in the water. Baz, you're a champ. We love having you on our show. Have a great day. Calling us from See safely out at sea. He's been free. Yeah. <laughs> hey, JB, meet Baz very quickly. Baz is one of our local legends here in tropical North Queensland. JB, you're doing a great job. Congratulations, Bray. We'll certainly catch up. Tammy and JB.